Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday afternoon and welcome into Great Quarter Gals, the finest female freight show on the market, if I do say so myself. I'm Kaylee Niggs here with my partner in crime, Grace Sharkey, who, Grace, I feel like I just saw you, but I also feel like in between now and F3, it's been like 85 years. And I get to see you next week, too. So it's just it's just rolling one after another. Yeah, it's uh, it's been, what, uh, 72 hours or something? <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, I, I slept pretty much all weekend. So that's where it feels a lot shorter, I think, if you condense that time. But I am rested up, uh, ready to hit this week. And most importantly, really excited to uh, see everyone next week in Dallas, too. Women in Trucking is one of, actually the first conference that I went to, transportation-related, and uh, one I'm happy to go back and visit. So we're going to have a blast. I'm really excited. I am so stoked for next week. So last week was the Future Freight Festival here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, Freightway's biggest event of the year. And it was it was a banger. Like it was a blowout, right? We had record attendance. We had some incredible speakers. We had Manti Teo there as a keynote. We had these incredible sessions, so many demos, but like maybe if I had to put a conference attendance, maybe 10% women, right? So like that shows the strides that we have to make in the industry still. And next week, we have the privilege, the honor, and really just the luck to be able to go to that Women in Trucking event, which is in Dallas. It's their annual meeting. And this one, it's I'm pretty sure it's going to be almost all women. I know that Ellen told us, you know, there's there's a place for men at this conference, but it's, it's just going to be awesome to be surrounded by badass ladies. Yeah, it's going to be, it's really moving to especially watch the women who are up for different awards throughout the, the event, um, give their speeches and the trials and tribulations that they've gone through to be, to be where they're at today. So that's all really, always really great to see. And um, I think what's interesting too about this conference that people might not realize is that there's a lot of, uh, it, it even takes you outside of just like women empowerment. There's going to be a lot of classes on um, claims, reading different types of um, uh, contracts, marketing expertise, uh, even down to like customer service tips and things like that. So not only will you leave with uh, that feeling of women empowerment and having a group of people to lean on, but you're guaranteed to leave with some type of really great knowledge that's going to go back and help your business as well. Absolutely. So, of course, Dallas is the home of Triumph Pay. And Melissa Foreman, who is one of the heads of Triumph Pay, will be there at Women in Trucking. They're one of the key sponsors of this Women in Trucking event. So it's awesome to see that hometown representation. They'll have Whitney there, which is the driver simulation trailer. <laughs> so you can get in and actually see what it's like to drive a truck. I honestly might jump in that. I, I'm really interested about it, so I might check in with that. Um, the FMCSA director, Robin Hutchison, who we spoke to on this podcast two weeks ago now, will also be there. I believe she's one of the keynote speakers of the Accelerate Conference and Expo. And the really exciting thing about this is that they'll run it back in a virtual manner if you miss the in-person conference. So next week, that it's, it's really technically starts on Sunday with speed networking and goes through the 16th. But if you miss it, you can catch that December 6th and 7th and it'll be played virtually. So they're really catering to everybody with this. Yeah, it's a, a really great one. And I will say I have been in Whitney before. Uh, you would be surprised how long it took me to A, start her up. A <laughs> little <laughs> get her in gear. <laughs> and it's like, it's almost like I forgot how to drive in general. Um, and I will say I got around a corner. Uh, I think I've said this on the show before. 
I will get your load delivered. It won't be damaged, but it will take about two times uh, the time that you thought it would take to deliver. So uh, I, uh, it's a, you have to get in there. You'd be so surprised the blind spots that are in a truck and it's a really great simulation. And I think Ingrid's going to be in there for a good amount of time too. So um, I'd say it's Ingrid's place to shine. So I'm excited to see what she does at the event as well. You know, I, I build myself as a safe driver, right? Like I have one of those little trackers that's for my car insurance, my state farm tracker that tells me, hey, you're saving money on your car insurance by being a safe driver. I will be the first to openly admit I could not drive a truck. Couldn't, couldn't drive a truck, could not do it. Yeah. When I see like drivers have 4 million miles, I think Ingrid has a couple million herself. I think she's three, like, at uh, least three. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes no sense to me. I mean, and not one dinger. Like it's just, it's crazy. So uh, I, I am the same. I, I, I uh, try to defensively drive as much as possible, but uh you know, sometimes there's those blind spots that get you every once in a while. Absolutely. So, of course, we will be there next week. We'll be making content. We'll be shooting a bunch of great interviews. Honestly, could probably build out a great quarter gal show for the end of the year, but we won't do that to you guys. We'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it going live. But, Grace, that's next week. I want to talk a little bit about last week. And I actually want to bring in our guest today because we've got Cassandra Gaines with us, who is a transportation lawyer. She's the voice of Mad Gaines here on Freight Waves. And she's also the now founder of Carrier Assure. Cassandra was at F3 with us. So she was one of that maybe 10% female attendance, but one of our very vocal ladies in this industry. And <laughs> we're so glad to have her as always. And let's break down the conference a little bit. First off, Cassandra, thank you for being here. I know we we're supposed to be in studio today, but life happens, had to go home. Talk to us about being here in Chattanooga and the conference itself. You were right. The conference was amazing. Everybody was there. So I'm sorry to those who were not there. I told y'all you would get FOMO and I bet you had it bad because it was a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful conference. The networking was amazing. The uh, speakers were amazing. Um, honestly, bravo to Freightways, bravo. But I'm with you when you say that there were like 10 females there. That is true. Um, and and the thing is, is uh, it's important to remember, um, you know, especially for all of us who've been in the industry for a long time. Um, another shout out to Freightwaves is is that the industry is better because of Freightwaves. They gave us a voice, us women, a voice and a platform that we probably wouldn't otherwise have. Uh, completely agree. I think uh, when you look at the incredible women, not even just on our content, right? Like Kaylee, Sydney, myself, Mary, et cetera. The editorial staff that we have behind our team is absolutely amazing. I think people uh, tend to forget about that. And it's 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 mm -hmm. so organic. It, it's very accidental that it's truly organic. There's, there's no uh, agenda over here of having that happen. We just have such powerful females that work really hard and want to deliver everything from uh, what Kaylee does on Freightways Now. It's the need to uh, our editor-in-chief, uh, Meg, even uh, Clarissa Haas, right, on the investigative side, uh, Joanna Marsh on rail. It's it's absolutely incredible, and uh, it's, it's purely organic, and I think that showcases the culture that we've been able to build here. Thank you, Craig, for that as well, um, in order to to achieve those goals. Now we we just need to work on bringing the industry up and, and making sure that's seen at the events as well. I've got to give a huge shout out as well to 
Amy Hart Phillips, who is the lead of our integrations team here at Freight Waves. And the last day of the conference, herself, Scott Bearhang and Will Hopping all stood up to kind of make this joint announcement about some exciting things going on at Freight Waves. And Amy stood up there talking about now the sonar integrations that are going on. I think that we're up to over a dozen different integrations with different TMS platforms and different freight tech platforms now. And she leads that integrations team. And not only does she have a role in the actual sales of the sonar product, but she is helping push our product and the other industry products forward with that leadership. So Amy, shout out to you also. And shout oh, out to every, every single other person and every other single woman that's working here at Freight Waves too, because Jen, oh my gosh, Jen, Jen Wiggins. Jen Wiggins. Jen Wiggins. If you don't know who Jen Wiggins is, uh, she is the person that just makes, she's the glue to the event. She's the person that gets it done. She's the person that has it handled. Uh, she is that, she is the, the woman behind the curtain. So mm-hmm. If you don't know who Jen Wiggins is, get on LinkedIn, add her, thank her. Don't thank me. Don't thank Kaylee. Thank Jen, Jen Wiggins. This is to you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so Cassandra, let's talk a little bit about your favorite part of F3. What was the like icing on the cake moment for you? Oh, see, I'm a big networker. It's like, I feel like everybody was there. Even people we haven't seen since COVID were venturing out and they were excited to be there. So that was, for me, that was the big icing on the cake was just, I got to see so many people and also so many new products. So uh, FreightWaves had a um, a startup alley. So companies like myself, which I launched Carrier Sure this year, um, we're small, we're growing, and there are other companies in our industry that couldn't make it on the big stage. But FreightWaves gave us uh, a platform on the FreightWaves Startup Alley. I thought that was cool. I was addicted to it. I was sitting there watching so many presentations. And uh, I also got a chance to present as well. How did that go? I know it's been a while since we've had you on the show to talk about Carrier Sure, but how did the demo go? And uh, how has uh, Carrier Sure been growing so far? It's Thank you for asking, by the way. It's been an amazing journey. So Grace, you know, since the first time we met, I've always wanted to build something like this. It is much needed in the industry um, right now. Double brokering, cargo theft, fraud, hostage loads are all problems in the industry. And this software helps prevent those problems. So it gives a quick score, like a credit score. So the demo that I provided was showing the people at FreightWaves a glimpse into the product and how we provide the score. And it's an easy A through F. And I showed some of the F carriers and why you should avoid even hiring them um, and, and what you should do if you need to hire them and how to mitigate the damages if, or any losses that may result from there. So having that type of scoring system, it's like easily intuitive, right? Like people are like, ah, yes, F grade. No, thank you. Yes. A grade, A grade is absolutely good. And that makes things very, like, it's easy to understand, Right. How does that compare to some of the other types of scoring technology that exists in the industry right now? Is it easier to do just because it's that simple A through F scale and it's not like, well, this one has five stars from this person and three stars from this person. So like it averages out to four stars and I don't know, can I trust them? Can I not? (laughs) It's such a good question because I don't think anybody has come out at least 10 years that I've been in the industry with just a flat out, here's a score, like a credit score, here's a grade. Here's what we're going to do to predict the carrier's performance. What we've seen is what you mentioned, which is, uh, you know, users reviewing carriers with stars. And like you said, you don't really know. I mean, they could be, they could be a three star, but I mean, they get there, but 
could be a five star, but they still double broker. You don't know the star system is a little bit, um, let's see, more of user base and what users of that product might give. So you're right. Uh, there hasn't, we just have the stars. So for now, this is the first product that actually scores and tries to predict how a carrier is going to act. It's like a steak, like like going to a steakhouse, right? And reading a Yelp review, like they gave me food poisoning, <laughs> but it tasted good at first. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's so good in the moment. <laughs> well, and I think what I really like about this uh, concept here of a carrier shirt too is that it puts them into pools of the same type of likeness in regards to the size because to to compare uh, someone like Schneider, a large carrier, right, to a owner operator is just uh, it's it's unfair. It's unfair statistics of it. Yeah. How does that it work totally exactly? Is. How do you how do you how do you weigh that out? How have you built that over time? I think Grace, it comes from my trauma of college. Do you remember when they <laughs> made us all like on the bell curve? <laughs> yeah. And there'd always be some students that would throw off the bell curve, and you were like, "I hate you! Like, I yeah. know you are studying. You need to go and get drunk on the weekend and be yeah. like the rest of us. You're fucking up the bell curve." Cla- um, classic so, Cornell. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm traumatized from that. So, you know, like, you know, that was what I reached for when I created this grading. I mean, obviously we hired data scientists, but we had, we put the carriers into their own, what I call classrooms based on truck count. And then we compared them to each other on every single data point. So we're like, where should you be with inspections? Where should you be with your contact information? I mean, yeah, you got violations in your last inspection, but is that compared to your peers? Good, bad, Okay. And we bell curved it. So we treated it just like college and everybody put into their own classrooms. So mm. it sounds simplistic, but it actually was really, really hard and still is because Grace, like you asked, what, how, is it, how is the score growing? We feed it and we're feeding it data. So we're pulling data now from other brokers. We're pulling data from other sources and we're just going to continue to feed it so that we can get as accurate as possible as predicting the carrier's performance. I think that's super important because, you know, a statistical analysis like that leaves no room for personal bias, right? Whereas if you're going based on a star and a rating and a review system, then your biases are fairly in play. Like you could have someone giving a review saying, oh, you know what? My uncle works for Schneider. And so I'm going to give him five stars when when actually like the driver dropped the trailer off on the side of the highway and drove away without it, right? Like, and you deserve zero stars for that. Like there is that human bias in your reviews all the time. But if you can take that out and you you let the data do the talking, you let the data do the deal making, that's that's a sonar plug. But you make this you let the data do the talking and then you end up with a clear, more concise, more empirical analysis and people can make better decision making processes off of that, right? What type of feedback have you gotten so far from people who are actually using Carrier Assure and what are they seeing in their results? Um, at first, they're always terrified because you can upload all your carriers <laughs> and you can get a pool, uh, like an analysis of how like many are A's, B's, C's, and F's. And they're always terrified. They're like, oh, I don't want to upload my carriers because what if they're all F's? But don't worry, they're not. Um, most people are doing a good job and we tell them, hey, when you see that your carriers are over, your carrier pools over 40% F's. Um, or 50% Fs, that's when you really need to start reducing the amount of Fs that you're using because what happens is it reduces the problems you're even seeing. And I love it when users first use it and they follow the process because they come back to me and they're like, the first two weeks were painful, Cassandra. But after that, 
we did see less double brokering, less hostage loads. I have customers that tell me they've never had double brokering ever again. So it's, it's like, feels good wow. to hear people tell me that. And it's amazing feedback to hear. But it's hard. It's hard work on both sides of the table. Yeah, you have to, um, you go from making that quick last minute decision of what carriers you're going you're gonna to choose and hope for the best outcome to coming up with, with a strategic uh, actual agenda of, of how you're going to treat your ship, shippers uh, freight. And I think it's always, it's changed, right? It's hard. It's always going to be hard, but I, I love hearing that like no double brokering situation because at the end of the day, I know it's something you're overly passionate about, even with your own swag, uh, but just in, in general, being a lawyer in this industry as a whole. And you know, I'm interested on that lawyer piece because that's what we all know you for. That's your, uh, your intro into this wonderful industry and how I met you. Um, how do you feel going into 2023 as, from the transportation lawyer perspective, is there anything that's on your mind in particular that you're really looking and watching out for um, and and think that uh, carriers, especially those using carriers, sure, should be watchful and mindful of uh, going into this next year? Yes, um, I'm glad you asked that. Of course, we have uh, double brokering and cargo, a lot of cargo theft, by the way. I hope everybody's listening to Grace's question. You're listening right at this moment because there's a lot of cargo theft and it's on the rise. I'm hearing a lot of it. The other one is identity theft. This happening a lot. So when someone calls in pretending to be a carrier and then they steal the freight or do something wrong with the freight, that is really heavy right now. I hope everyone out there is very careful. But the other piece that is on the horizon, and this is more from a legal perspective, even heavier legal perspective, which is the customers, the shippers, um, they're going to have a little bit more negotiation power coming up in the next six months. So they're going to start presenting everyone with a lot more contracts, with a lot more requirements. And Grace remembers this back from her days of being in freight. I mean, she, you could say she still is. She's kind of thumb on everything. But when she used to work for a logistics company, I'm sure she remembers these contracts. They were onerous, right? They were wanted you to have all sorts of insurance. They wanted the, the broker and the trucking company to pay for everything and anything that could have gone wrong with the cargo um, and be on time when you get penalties. So I think we're heading right back into that type of season. And that's what we're going to expect with RFP season as well. So alongside of that, you mentioned insurance and holding right things. And I want to I want to get your thoughts and pick your brain a little bit on the insurance side of things, especially when it comes to nuclear verdicts. I think especially in the last year to 18 months, we've seen a ton of decisions come down on the side of hitting these carriers with nuclear verdicts for things that might or might not be within their control. Do you think that we're going to be seeing more of that come down? And should carriers now start to prepare for that? And then to tag all along like that, does software like Carrier Assure help kind of add a safety net against possibly, you know, like the C.H. Robinson case? Do, do we find a broker who's now liable for booking that freight? You know, is that is that type of this protection as well that this type of software builds in? Yes. Um, so we will, of course, see more of those verdicts um, and we will see more of those cases. If you hear any uh, silence in the industry on this, it's probably because a lot of companies are negotiating and they're mediating their way out of these. Uh, cases. But I will tell you, we'll probably see more, mainly because the courts have been held up with COVID. Uh, even though we're, we're still like COVID, we're past that. We're almost in 2013. No, the courts are really slow. So we're going to start seeing more trials and more companies gear up to go to trial. Uh, so I do think we'll see more of those verdicts. Uh, Carrier Show does help significantly with this problem, with this scenario, because 
the goal is we're trying to drive traffic away from carriers that may have gaps in insurance. Um, they may be brand new or they may be continuing carriers, which means they, they put stuff down the company and they start it back up. There could be lots of reasons that carriers are an F, but we're just we're geared, we're moving your carrier pool away from that pool. Um, at times, you do have to. There will be times where you have to still hire an F carrier, but at least you knew it was an F and you can mitigate your damage and buy extra insurance and do things. So just because the carrier's an F doesn't mean they're unsafe, but we are moving you away from the carriers that might fall into that category. And so you have less problems that will put you in a scenario like the C.H. Robinson case. Well, I think that's why the the shipper aspect you brought up is so important because at the end of the day, uh, the way liability works often is that the broker can pull itself out of it and the carrier is going to go after the company in that line who's got the most uh, backing behind it to pay to pay any issues that arise. And if it's not the broker, it's going to be the shipper. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, uh, you, you bring up the fact that these contracts are going to get tighter. Um, any shipper oh, yeah. that's keeping up to date with, especially in a case like C.H. Robinson, is likely putting in there a lot of the liability clauses and things like that to to avoid those situations. Um, do you think that, and it's interesting, clearly you've, you've made this investment in a tech company at the perfect time, honestly. Do you think that you're going to start to see, um, and this is more for carriers who are working with brokers, brokers being uh, more diligent about their relationships with carriers as well, knowing that these liability issues are are coming to the surface? I really hope so, Grace. I think that's a really important question. I try to angle that toward, hey guys, you know, stop using like the one and done uh, relationships. Really turn to those carriers who have been doing a great job for you and start building those relationships and, and keeping them as much as possible. I'm with you on that. I think, I hope we'll get there. I don't think we're going to be there. I think it's going to take a couple of years for our industry to really start embracing um, relationships with carriers and knowing that carriers will keep them out of these situations. Because as you know, when the market churns on us, whether it's capacity loosening or capacity tightening, oops, I went the opposite direction here with my hands, but <laughs> but um, <laughs> as you know, it, we just, you know, once the capacity starts tightening, people start hiring any and all carriers mm-hmm. and kind of yeah. this relationship. But we'll yeah. see. Maybe the volatility will change over time. So, Cassandra, we've got one last question coming from the peanut gallery that is the Boiler Room Boys in the back. And our director, Isaiah Buchanan, wants to know, why did you choose him as the face of your company? Why why is Izzy the face of Carrier Insurance? <laughs> oh, my God. For anybody who's not watched Matt Games Live or has not seen the boy, I call them the Boiler Room Boys, the, the production team, Izzy is part of the production team. He is, I would say, one of the biggest troublemakers no, I'm just kidding. Just I would agree. Job. I would agree with that, actually. I would agree. No, no, I would second that. Yes. <laughs> but the only problem is, is that if I tell him he's a rock star, then it goes right to his head. And he's like, he's right. I'm the greatest pack. I'm, what did he tell me today? I'm the total package. And I'm like, oh boy. I should have never complimented him. I regret it immediately. Is you he know, is fantastic. I tell him, I tell him, hey, your hair is looking kind of good today. And he goes, so not just a place to hang a hat, my friend. <laughs> 
so good. And no, and when we talk about people behind the scenes, right? That's another group right there that uh, they yes. do a lot of work even at our events too. So uh, uh, I'll say this they once and once only. Really hard. Good, good work, guys. Yeah. Good work. Yes, we don't, really do appreciate you. We don't want to get all of them getting ahead as big as Aziz, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Not a great quarter, gals. Not a great. <laughs> There's not enough space in the back room for all of them if that happens. Cassandra, thank you so much for joining us today. As always, we love having you part of the FreightWaves ecosystem. For folks who want to watch Bad Gains, that's Friday afternoons. But for people who want to get involved and maybe learn a little more about Carrier Assure, where can they go to do that? They can go to carrierassure.com. That's A-S-S-U-R-E.com. And or you can just type in Cassandra Gaines or they can follow Kaylee and Grace. I'm right behind them on LinkedIn and everything they're doing. I'm their biggest cheerleaders. They're amazing. And you can always find me. <laughs> Love her. Love her, Love her sure. so much. Um, Big reason why I'm here in this industry, and I just uh, love uh, getting a chance to talk. With I, I look back, and uh, everyone, go to our YouTube. Scroll all the way back to when she first started making videos. Uh, the content is, if you're a new brokerage and you're trying to figure out the industry from a law perspective, she answers every single question you could ever ask for. So uh, there you go. There's your binge for the next week. It's just binging uh, Cassandra Gaines content. <laughs> Well, Grace, that does it for us here today, but I am so stoked to meet up with you in Dallas in just in less than a week now. I, I think I'm flying in on yeah. Sunday, so I'll make it there for the speed networking round. And if you're at Women in Trucking, if you're going to be there, feel free to shoot me a message, shoot Grace a message on LinkedIn. We would love to see you guys, love to meet up and do some content. Grace, take us home. Tell us where people can find your radio show. Yes, check it out every day, Monday through Friday on Sirius XM, the Road Dog Trucking Channel, channel 146 from 5 to 7, replayed from 11 to 1 a.m. as well. So, and you can get on demand. If you do have Sirius, you got the app too. So check us out uh, every single day. One, two, three.